Hey, welcome to the Fashion League podcast. For this episode, I sat down with Chris McRae from Elle Magazine, and we discussed career, music, and life in general. It was a very fun interview. You'll laugh, learn, and maybe be inspired. Listen and let me know. But first, let's talk about on Saturday, I attended a brunch where Rent the Runway founder Jennifer Fleiss discussed how she and her co-founder built their multi-million dollar company. I'm actually working on something Rent the Runway related, and if and when it goes according to plan, I will be sure to inform you guys. But if I never mention it again, don't ask me about it, okay? Thanks. So Jennifer mentioned how designers hated Rent the Runway initially and their whole rental platform. She discussed meeting with Diane von Furstenberg, and DVF really wasn't into the idea initially. Later on, my question to Jenny was in regards to that initial opposition they received from designers, and did she think any of that opposition had anything to do with potential cannibalization designers could experience in their lower price point options or their diffusion brand? Considering a brand like DVF has a lower price point option available at stores like Nordstrom Rack, Jenny's opinion was that it really wasn't a factor in their operating model because they still offer the full price designer quality and the full price designer lines at Run the Runway. And she said diffusion brands are typically made of lesser materials. So it's really not the same use case for each consumer option, whether they're deciding on a diffusion line or renting the full priced item on Rent the Runway. This sort of reminded me of the current state of Diffusion Brands since Mark by Mark Jacobs was absorbed back into the main Mark Jacobs line back in 2015. And D&G by Dolce Gabbana, that was phased out in 2011. And Miu Miu was repositioned into Prada's sister brand. The discussion also brought to my mind Armarium, which is a new rental platform for a high-end ready-to-wear. It launched six months ago. The founders of Armarium, they describe their consumer as someone who's outgrown Rent the Runway, but has adopted that shared economy. And the average price per rental on Armarium is $450, which is like twice, almost three times as much as the average rental on Rent the Runway. I still haven't tried Rent the Runway. I've come super close several times to actually pulling the trigger on a rental, but something else always came through. Last month, I even went to their store in Las Vegas and I tried on a dress and I was super, super, super obsessed with this dress. But I thought better of renting it because A, I was only in the store because my friend was picking up her dress and I had already brought my dress for the event and B, it needed a temporary stitch to fit me properly. I was so obsessed with this dress. Like I went home when I got back to NYC, I looked up the dress again and I read the reviews and there was actually another girl who had the same fit issue as me. And I still want this dress though. (laughs) Maybe I'll make it happen. 
Hey. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever, though. I know. Why are you looking at my golden shoes? I like it. Thank you. Where is it from? Zara. Cute. Don't judge me. No, I'm not judging you. Cheers. No, because I'm looking for, I'm really actually looking for a good pair of slides. I'm kind of hooked on just the idea of like slip-on shoes, you know? Yeah, but you're looking for Valentino slides. You're not looking for <laughs> Zara slides. True. See? <laughs> Low key. <laughs> So tell us, Christopher, who yes. are you? Who am I? Oh my God, I feel like that's Just start such with a your name. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so philosophical. Well, my name's Chris. I am accessory assistant at Elle Magazine. Been basically in New Jersey all my life. Rutgers University, 2014. Did you grow up in New Jersey? Born and raised. Born and raised. I'm yeah. jealous. Really? I'm not born and raised from anywhere. I was born in New York, uh-huh. but I can't say I was raised in New York. And then Philly people don't claim me either. <laughs> so you're like a nomad. I went to undergrad in Virginia also. Mm, I kind of prefer that. I love. I like that actually. I love traveling, so. You went somewhere fun recently. Yeah, I did. I went to the Philippines. It was my parents' 25th anniversary. My mom went all out and she redid her marriage with my dad. And, Amazing. Ugh. It was cute. Yeah, it was really cute. 25 years. 25 years, yeah. Jesus Christ. 25 years. I'm 25 years old. Was she walking down the aisle with you or it was I like... I think so. Hmm. I think I was there. I was like... Don't in... tell the tea on your mom. <laughs> TMI, right? <laughs> but no, it was, it was really fun. I got two weeks off from work, which is I feel like fashion that was unheard that's what i said i was like he's still on vacation because i was looking at your insta i was like hold up (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm surprised i still have a job (laughs) when i came back when you said you were surprised you still had a job when you were away teen vogue turned into the quarterly publication i don't i didn't hear about this this is new (laughs) (laughs) i mean I've been gone for, I guess I've just been gone for a long so time. So while you were gone, Teen Vogue <laughs> is now quarterly. Yeah. And it's not interesting because if you look back on my Facebook page, I told you bitches that Teen Vogue was no longer going to exist. And that was in 2014. And people would see the writing on the wall. I freelanced at Teen Vogue, actually. I was there for a hot minute. I was there right after I had graduated, which was really weird because it was all about ready to wear. Yeah. And I've only been working exclusively with accessories. So. Accessories is better than ready. Accessories, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's much more fun. It, it just wasn't for me. If there's anything that Teen Vogue has taught me is that if I want to be in fashion, I definitely just want to stick to accessories. Mm-hmm. Ready to wear is definitely not my, my niche. When you say you want to stick to accessories, what does that even mean? Because there are different departments mm-hmm. in editorial. In fashion, or at least in L Magazine. There's the fashion team and then there's accessories team. Right. I mean, when and in magazine, people always think, oh, it's fashion. It's all one unit. Like, do you write? No. I mean, yes and no. I'm trying to get more involved in L.com. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's something I'll be more a part of as I progress. So we have an audience now. <laughs> We're sitting in the conference room. and There's Lily, the fashion director, the senior <laughs> menswear editor. <laughs> try to carry on as if this isn't happening because (laughs) going back to what i was saying with accessories so basically accessories includes fine jewelry and i think that is what i really gravitate towards the most i mean i can never afford it do not be fooled by christopher because he's (laughs) the biggest label whore that i've ever met in my life and it's like gucci this fendi this <laughs> maybe not those brands he's not he's more alex wang yes yes 
Yes. Sometimes Vietnam. Actually, I don't have anything Vietnam. No? More like NSF, Baja East. I don't know. See, the thing is, okay, I think we have so many tangents, but... Um, I love tangents. My whole life is a tangent. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> see, the thing is with Vetmont, I, I love the aesthetic overall, but I am five foot four. Just the proportion. I'm thinking right now in my mind, the proportions of this super oversized hoodie is just basically going to end up looking like a three-fourths or a, like a midi dress basically <laughs> on me, you know? You can get a tailor. Just tuck in the hem. You can get it. tailor. You'll look like Chris Christie. No. I'll delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Troll bridge. <laughs> yes, I would actually look like Chris Christie. No, but like, I would rather have a champs hoodie if I was going to go in that route. Not to say that I'm like, no shade to that mod or anything. It's a little shade. I mean, a little bit. The thing is, champs is just so rooted in, when you say champs to someone, they know exactly. <laughs> it's 745, guys. I am slurring my words. <laughs> For the record, I have not had one drink yet. I have just been packing all day, prepping for this photo shoot all day. So, yeah. I have not had one drink all day. Not one. Not one. More than one. No, no I haven't had a single drop of alcohol in my system. Maybe tonight, though. What are you listening to? Music. What am I listening to? Ugh, God. It's like all over the place, honestly. <laughs> It's like a complete rainbow spectrum. I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even referencing my orientation or but literally it can be Drake and then the next minute it could be Carly Rae Jepsen. Completely Those random. New stuff. I don't think you listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. Well, <laughs> one song she had like Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe. That's oh my, my God, Carly yeah. Rae. That's what everyone I feel she has to dig herself out of that hole. Yes, it launched her to be to have a career in music. But at the same time, it's like, do, do you really want to be the call me maybe girl for, you know, the rest of your career? Maybe she does you know? want to be the call me maybe. No, that's not the, the, the thing is, it's not. All right, like, this is not the time to preach about the greatness of Carly Rae. Uh, more music, <laughs> I'm just please. defending her. All right. Just, but like, okay, fine. Beyonce. Of course. We all love Beyonce. Right, it's even a song. We, we all love you. Yes, go. It's a Drake song. Is it? Yeah. Oh, Girls, Girls Love, love Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good song, by the way. I love a lot you of... You can't combine your song. <laughs> Drake, Beyonce. That's like that's like the ultimate future, Done. Though. We're done. <laughs> oh, one song that's been playing, like, nonstop, Closer, by Chainsmokers. So, baby, hold me closer. Oh, I'm like a robot. You, you can't afford it, it or something. Yes. Okay, okay, I got you, got you. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, music. What about movie? You know, I just saw Sloan. 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 Miss Sloan. Miss Sloan. She's like the white Olivia Pope. Oh really? They, I feel like they haven't promoted this movie as yet. It doesn't come out yet. It, Oh, Thanksgiving previews. Ooh, previews. You got the hookup, I see. You know, humble brag. I just had to fit that in. <laughs> what movies have I seen? Oh, I mean, well, like, I mean, when I was on the plane, I watched Finding Dory. Just say good movies. Don't just randomly. Finding name. Dory, such a good movie. <sighs> I okay. liked it. I love. I actually love animation. Really? Yeah. There's such a great artistry to it. I think. I interned at Disney. Are you serious? Dead you never serious. told me this. <laughs> Like Disney Pixar or just Disney? It was before Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I feel like 
it's such a just the way that everything is planned so meticulously just seeing everything come together color the sound seeing how the mood board plays it all out you definitely have that perspective working in fashion because there are so many different parts to make one thing come together yeah for sure i feel like almost i don't want to sound like fashion is comparable to like other fields Mm -hmm. but in a sense i feel like it almost is just because Especially coming from my point, you get to see how the magazine kind of comes together. You see how your role kind of plays into the bigger picture of editorials coming together, how the editorials work together with the stories that writers are, are creating. And then even from a micro, micro point, it's more about like how the photo team finds and sources out locations for photo shoots and how we kind of depend on them for the information. And it's almost just like we're all kind of feeding each other all this information mm-hmm. just to create this monthly book and I think that can be set for whether if you're working on a movie or whether you are working on new car project at like Ford or new sales forecast new sales forecast if there's there's just you realize that there's a lot of moving parts it takes you out of you take your you take the me out of everything and it becomes more of an us I think that's really important to remember especially people who do want to be in fashion Five more minutes? I can do five more minutes, yeah. It's fine. Mm. No big deal. Okay, sure. I mean, I could definitely just do five more minutes if you want. <laughs> this is fun, honestly. It is fun. <laughs> it's I fun. think it's, it's fun. It's very uh, cathartic, I think. It's very, like, because sometimes I don't, you, you know, you're always so busy with work and whatever. You never really get to step back and really see what you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just brings everything kind of together. Do you love your job? I love my job, yes. I do love my job. I love what I do here. And I love, as I said before, like just seeing everything come together. And every month, just to see a shoe and like you see that maybe shoe or whether it be a piece of jewelry in the editorial pages. It's just like, oh, wow. Like that was, you know, I was part of that. In some small way, I was part of the bigger picture. Small? Yeah. I think it's pretty huge. I don't know. Expensive. <laughs> I mean, it's 8 o'clock at night and you still have to get back to work. I mean, yeah, but like that's what, that's, you know. Comes with the territory. It comes with the job. And yeah, the territory. Because for me, it's like, I will say as late as I have to, to get the job done. Mm-hmm. I, I hate leaving loose ends. I hate leaving the work to be done tomorrow. Like, I'd rather finish it now. So what advice do you have for someone who wants your job? (laughs) My job. College, someone who's interning at this moment. Well, someone who wants my job, I think, you know, just in general, yeah, to be like an assistant in a magazine, like a fashion assistant, I guess you can say, you really got to want it. I know it's kind of cliche, you have to say you have to have passion, but Mm -hmm. it really is that. People because say they have passion and then you realize once they start exactly. working, they don't have passion. <laughs> exactly. Not even that. It's like sometimes, I, I mean, I think I encourage, I, I definitely highly recommend people who want to be in this kind of field, especially in the fashion side, to definitely intern. Because when you're interning, you you can kind of feel it out and see how, like, if you will actually be happy working mm-hmm. here. Because I think that's super important, being very satisfied with your career and your your job I think interning I, I've, I mean I've done it so much when I was in college I was my very first internship was actually in health insurance health insurance yeah health insurance Obamacare no, <laughs> no. more like pay me more care <laughs> like, no but it was like so then how did you end up in fashion then I mean see that's the interesting part because 
What I did mean, you study at Rutgers? Tell me this. Marketing. Okay, just general marketing. It wasn't yeah. like a fashion no, program. No, no, yeah. And that's another misconception too, I think. I feel like a lot of people, they go to fashion schools, which is great. I'm not hating on the fashion schools. But like, at the end of the day, it's more about your experience. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I mean, yes, I worked for the health insurance company, whatever. But then right afterwards, I did trade marketing for Armani. And then from there, I did PR. No, I did sales at Escada and Sergio Rossi. And then from there, transitioned to PR at Vuitton and then editorial at Elle magazine and the editorialist. That's more like e-commerce editorial. After I graduated, I was like, oh, maybe I'll go back to sales because I really love sales. Or I was going to do editorial. So it was between those two. And it just happens that the dice roll and I ended up in editorial. I would like you to go elaborate. How did I end up in fashion? Was it something you were thinking about before you ended up at the health? Yeah. So... Strangely enough, um, when I was uh, in back in high school, or maybe it could have even been in middle school, I was really involved in, you know, I really love art class. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't love art class? Whether you liked art or just fucked around and throwing paint everywhere, everyone just loved art class. But to my point, I love sketching. And one of the things I, I sketched, I remember sketching, was a Chanel ad campaign. I was sketching one of the models and then from there, I just kept on doing more research. Like, oh, like, is she wearing? Like, what is this? And I heard about Karl Lagerfeld being tossed around. And then, and I was like, oh, he designs for Fendi. Was, uh, you know, Fendi too. I want to see what they're doing. And from there, it almost just snowballed. And but in my mind, back in high school, college, or in middle school, I never thought fashion for me would be a career. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, you know, my mom wanted me to be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> My parents had a really big influence on what I do. Same. So, I mean, especially for me, because, like, I'm an only child, and my parents basically, like, every step of the way, it was almost like holding my hand, essentially. But it's really hard to stand up to, not even, I mean, I shouldn't really say the word stand up to to them, to, like, sit them down and be like, I want to go to fashion school. And I already knew, like, my parents' kind of reaction. It's more like, okay, so what do you want to do in fashion school? You know what I mean? And I think that kind of muted my wanting to be in fashion for a bit just because I would really I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do so I ended up going to Rutgers Business School because I mean I was thinking maybe I'll go to business school and maybe I can kind of spin my way into the business of fashion and which I kind of did (laughs) I ended up in sales and then I was just lucky enough that you know I worked with so many great brands that Riton who first hired me as a, a public relations intern I probably took notice that if you could do sales maybe you can you know track samples and you know act accordingly with editors and like right, you right. know build requests and and then you know PR and fashion magazines kind of work hand in hand mm-hmm. you know it's a lot of borrowing and making sure everything's kind of returned at the same time I really love working at Riton but I really wanted to try like you know, the more creative editorial side. I interned shortly afterwards at Elle, seeing how these editorials kind of come together. It's been like secretly like a dream of mine when I was younger, you know. Now I ended up here. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. So much inspiration in your story. I guess. I don't know. No, Maybe. it is. I hope so. <laughs> okay. You're, there's a lot of inspiration because my parents definitely pushed me in a direction and I stayed in that direction for three years and then went to grad school to get out of the direction to figure out, okay, now I'm going to do the thing that I was supposed to do in the first place. I think everyone, I don't know, I feel like in some way or form, everyone will kind of end up doing whatever they want to do. 
essentially. Right. Whether, I mean, you, there's only, I feel like there's only so long you could play the charade of I'm in it for the money or I'm in it for, I don't know, whatever, power or whatever it is people are, are into these days, you know, besides what they actually want to do. People, You're paying nothing when you work in there. Yes, that's one thing you, everyone should know about. But, you know, everyone kind of finds, there's always that desire that's always peeking out. And you know, you realize it yourself, especially if you're doing something that you don't want to necessarily do and that you're kind of just doing it for the money or for whatever reason. Make your parents happy. To make your parents happy. but Because it know, feels good to make your parents happy. No, it does, but it's not really self-fulfilling. I think in this regard, you always have, you kind of have to make, you have to be kind of selfish because it's your life and it's not your parents' life. Can yeah. you really say that? They I mean, brought yeah. you into this world. <laughs> right, but they're not living it for you. True, true. All right, let's get on happier note. This wasn't really sad. This was very helpful. <laughs> what are you excited about? What am I excited about? Bye, John Gatch. <laughs> what am I excited about? I am excited about... Well, I mean, Thanksgiving is around the corner. <laughs> I'm excited to eat. <laughs> Did you eat the You Name It challenge? Google You Name It. Hashtag You Name It. What is this? I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkey. You name. All right, we can skip that. Do you have like a? So, each one of the previous episodes, I talked about my little beauty issues, and issues meaning I just have really dry skin. <laughs> I mean, what do mm. you do? My Mr. hair is straight, actually. My hair is very straight. Sure. You're always doing something with it. You no, were like I'm a blonde. Like, that was blonde. With the swoop. Yeah. And then I shaved it all off for a while. Remember I like no yeah. The summer is the best thing ever because you literally just wake up and that's it. I, I mean, that. I saw for, <laughs> for the record, I took showers every day. But you know what I mean? I mean, like you could literally take a shower and then put your clothes on and leave. Like, you don't have to, like, put any product in your hair. You just... Is there some product that you, like, in your regimen you must have? Well, right now, I'm, like, kind of experimenting. Because, like, for literally the past four months or so, I've had my hair at, like, the sides were zero. And the top was, like, maybe one. Words. What does that even mean? The so sides very, were zero? So the sides were very, very, very short. <laughs> okay. And the top was, like, a little bit <laughs> peeking out. I gotcha. Yeah. I liked my my fade was really fleek though. Your fade. I said flayed. <laughs> my flayed. Exactly. Your it was flayed. a flayed. It was a flayed. It was a fleek. Flayed. It was a fleek fade. fade. <laughs> I was gonna say shade. <laughs> like, no. A fleek shade. Maybe that's what it is. I I like, missed it. So like I miss like kind of styling your hair, putting product in it, and like kind of changing it every day. You didn't tell me the thing. What, what? is the product that you? I'm getting to. It. <laughs> So yeah, experimenting with this, I started using a Redken. I think it's called Powder Grip. It's a it texturizes it and kind of gives it more volume. I don't know if I'm using it correctly, to be honest. <laughs> I saw it on GQ, and the hairstylist was at the fashion show, and she was kind of just like, "Oh, I use this product, and you put in this hair, and you don't even need a comb; just use your hands." So that's you what need I've been a comb. doing. You always need a comb. So that's what I've been doing. I've been sure. using my hands with powder. Never mind. <laughs> you wait, wait, wait. Pat McGrath liked my picture on Instagram. It no wasn't way. really her. It was the Instagram account, but yeah. equally still ecstatic about it. That's like great. Yeah. It was today. It just happened two hours ago. Does Beyonce actually bought her Instagram account? Or does she have like necessity? 
Why she has a social media. Why are you asking me? I because know. I would know this. I feel like you would. I would. <laughs> I don't though. Oh, and so don't. now I'm oh. saying, like, you just like yeah, made me sad. Curious. I was like, huh, I don't know this. Google. Google it. Stock. Google stock. Hashtag stock. Christopher. What? I was supposed to see YouTube live this whole thing. Oh, shoot. You mean Facebook live? <laughs> I was is there YouTube live? No. There is. Facebook is basically, I mean, yeah, whatever. Anyway. I don't have any, I don't post on, do you use your Facebook? Not really. Do you use your Instagram? Stories. More. Instagram oh, stories. stories. No, not really. Snapchat. I Snapchat still, yeah. I'm just very like, I'm very impartial to the whole for Instagram, Snapchat thing. I don't even know how what to call it. Insta story. It's Insta story, right? Okay, well, whatever it is. I mean, I'm just so Ava used Chen to... help us. <laughs> I'm so just, I'm really used to Snapchat, so I'm just using Snapchat. I like the geotags. The geotags are so great. Funny. On Insta stories, you can tag people in the stories now like do you care about that was that a feature um, that you cared about no not really not really so no. your face says no <laughs> pictures what about people nice. who use the same snapchat mm. and post it on insta stories do you like that i mean teach their own you know if they it's, you're so not we don't like we don't like that <laughs> not opinionated about it i feel like do what you gotta do girl like if you gotta get those likes up then or if you have a brand that you want consistent. You know? Yeah, I post the same thing. I know I just said that I don't like it, but I post the same things. So. <laughs> Confession. A B testing. That's what I'm gonna call it. I yeah. think we're gonna wrap things up, Christopher. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should probably start packing up my samples. <laughs> it's eight thirty at night. Oh, and my friend's like, Are we getting pizza still? And I'm like, Oh shoot. Oh, side note, if you're gonna be in fashion Get ready to blow off all your friends because that'll probably happen at least every other week. No, every week. Once. <laughs> Side note. So my first... Especially during Fashion Week. Fashion Ooh, Month. Ooh. This ties in even week. more. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. I don't know if you had a question about Fashion Week. Though, like... No, I was just going to talk about myself. Very oh, yeah, narcissistic. This is my podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but my... <laughs> My friend, he was telling me, like, during our first internship, when, like, he's from Ireland, and when I met him, he was in the elevator, and I was introducing him to everyone, and he asked me what time he was going to get out, and it was like, he was like, I have dinner plans at 8, should I, like, push it to, like, 8.30? And I was like, try 11.30. Oh, my God, yeah. Or cancel. Basically. You, there are no plans. You it's don't like, make plans. You make plans the moment you get out. The moment you send that last email and you check, you did your last check. Like out. you have to be in the elevator and yeah. then you text your people. Not even. Sometimes you just got to be out of the building. Then you text your people. Because <laughs> if you're still in the elevator, someone can like, you can get that email saying like, oh, we urgently need this. Or we urgently. Urgent. Urgent. Everything's urgent. Oh, we Lord. urgently like, or people are going to be like, oh, we, I decided my mind. I, you know, changed my mind. I want that shoe to go to the shoe. No, you're still in the building. You need to go back and pack that sh- shoe or whatever is a, it is. Even if it, everything is a travesty. You might have to go back to the building even if you're already Oh, yeah. Gone. Yeah. That too. So actually, never mind the building. More like out of the city. <laughs> That's the only time you could be like, oh, well, I'm ready at, you know, oh, in New Jersey. God. This was fun. Yay, I'm glad. you Did yeah. you really have fun? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I really like it. I'm not even saying it just because of this or anything. I really did like just, it. Do you want a sticker? What does it say? Fashion League, duh. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, I voted. <laughs> did you? I did. For who? That depends on whether you get a sticker. I had an absentee ballot. Okay, that means nothing. Who did you vote for? I mean, we're... All right, don't tell me no. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know where you live, and I know where the state went. So. Yes, exactly. I want... Yeah, this. I'm gonna take the heart because we need more love in the world. This is actually a love button. That is a like from Instagram. I thought it was love. You know how on Facebook you could change instead of like you could love something. That's a like. That's a love to me. Jacob's pickle Sunday. Yes. That's like tomorrow, basically. That's like. No, I don't. Okay. I know that like today is Friday, but tomorrow is basically Sunday if I do too much today. <laughs> All right, boo. Oh wait, hold on. I forgot to mention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this now that because I remember uh, about running and stuff. Holy shit! We could have talked about that, but oh well. What are we talking about running? How I was late. Oh my god! Yeah, you were late, but you still finished. That's all that matters. Barely. But no. When I, I finished, the other race was starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Quick side though, I took running as kind of like an extra like hobby of mine. Honestly, I love it. Why? Why do I love it? I mean, like it's just something about those endorphins. When do you get the endorphins? It hits me usually after the fourth mile. After the fourth mile, I'm like, keep going. It's either the endorphins or my body just went numb. (laughs) Who knows? Honestly, I don't think about anything when I'm running. It's basically you and the road. I don't know. It's almost like a metaphor to like the life. I want to do the marathon next year. That is my bucket list, my long-term bucket list. Next and, year? Yeah. Should we train together? You know I yeah. have bad knees. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you're going to have mean, to slow yourself down. <laughs> I have to. Honestly, I'm probably just as... I'm probably very slow right now I since coming back from vacation. I actually haven't ran in almost like a week and a half. I just started going to the gym every day except Wednesday for the past two weeks. Oh, no way. So That's I'm good. getting my shit together. That's good. Yeah, I need to start getting my shit together. Yeah, this is good. Okay, so we're ending for, I think this is the fourth time that we're ending this. I know. <laughs> You've been the best. Aw. Yay. We're hugging in case you want to have if a If we had Facebook lived it, then you guys would have seen the whole situation. 